sides of the story Two sides of the story Two sides of the story With Tom and Sean Welcome to Two Sides of the Story. That's Tom Sides. And that is Sean Sides. Look at you, you handsome devil. Look at us. Like, matching outfits didn't even plan it out. I like it. Not the first time it's happened. We're just great minds think alike, right? Yeah, man. I mean, uh, I mean, we're both rocking Oilers jerseys after last night's win. So we're recording uh, Saturday here after a nice little 8-2 win in game three. Yeah. These playoffs have been unreal, man. Um, yeah, really crazy. Hey, lots of split games too. Like yeah, it's like a, some decent matchups. Um, I'm really looking forward to like the Oilers going on. Fucking Calgary. I don't know what what's going on with Calgary. Like it's it, been a tight series for them. Hey, very low scoring, low scoring, and then like like tough battles. Like we're gonna get into all the matchups. It's just like right now, you and I are like. I, I said from the get-go, this playoffs, I'm I'm hundred percent rooting for the Oilers, you yeah. know, and um uh it's just like it's so good. Just everyone's firing off on all ends. I mean, they had a rough game one, but that was a back and forth battle. That could have gone it was a good way. game. Like game yeah. one was a great game. I enjoyed the shit out of it, even yeah. though we lost. It was it was good, entertaining hockey. And then um, you know, Mike Smith is standing on his fucking head. Yeah, you, you can't be you can't be upset. What's great too, like one of the points, McDavid's like under, like playing a little bit for his caliber of player. Like he didn't score in the eight two win, which is unusual. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And he's he's yet to fire on all cylinders in a way. Like obviously he's setting up plays and he's still the fucking man, and the, the threat level's huge, so it opens up ice for other players. But I'm just saying he's gonna have his shining moments as well. Still, yeah. But even then, like look at look at what he did in game one, where he just dangled around the whole fucking team again yeah. and scores a goal. Like, yeah. he's, like he makes it look so damn easy. What a tremendous fucking player he is! And then I think they're hungry because last year, obviously, they got swept. Yeah, um, experience uh, too. Like they have yeah. a lot more weapons now than what they had last year too, which was one of the points I made before going into this. Is like Hyman's new; he can put them in the net. You know, yeah. Yamamoto is like getting there. He can put him in the net. Pogliarvi has yet to score. He can put it in the net. Like there's a lot of our top six that's new and like high performers. And then the bottom six too, and like the toughness. And there's Andrew Kane's done so much for them too. Oh, fuck. I love Kane. Kane is yeah. Crystal's favorite player. Cause they did like a little expose on him in Edmonton here. Yeah. And it showed like him as a single father with his little, his little girl. And it was just like the whole city fucking fell in love with him. So, yeah. I mean, like Edmonton really gave that guy a, second chance and yeah he's playing like he like he's playing like he's saying thank you to the city because for sure no one wanted him he had all this trouble with the gambling stuff and then the covid fiascos and all this stuff and like, yeah at the end of the day he's human yeah so, <clears throat> i mean you you want to ignore talent but fuck he's so good he's so tough yeah and That's the i think he's thing. done a lot for the city uh he's done a lot for the organization yeah uh, by like just saying like thank you and i'm gonna play for he's playing for edmonton he's playing for the orange and blue for it's, sure it's fucking gorgeous he's <clears throat> he brings an aspect to the game that we were missing at edmonton the toughness level 
You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like you see him and Yamamoto have kind of buddied up and Yamamoto's just been getting the shit beat out of him for since he came into the NHL. Cause he's such a small guy compared to like some of the powerhouses that he skates around on the ice with. Mm-hmm. And now with Kane with him often, like he stands up for him. I remember in the regular season, there was a point where Kane took a penalty um Koskinen got scored on Kane went down to Koskinen was tapped him on the jersey and was like sorry man and then Kane went out and scored to even it up and then went back to Koskinen and was like yeah buddy like just those moments where you're like he's part of the team and such a valuable part so quickly like we love him and you can tell he's enjoying playing with the boys too like McDavid and him and like like I said Yamamoto Koskinen like he's in with everybody it seems like and he's just fit into our team so well and second chances buddy it's like it can be a tough um, idea in life but when you give people second chances they have something to prove you know and it's it's a beautiful thing to see someone come together my biggest fear is that we can't sign them in the off season because that's going to be really tricky and it's going to depend on money and there's a lot of talk how do you sign play rv yamamoto and king yeah, there's a there's gonna be some hard decisions kind of coming this offseason, but like let's not worry about that right now. True fucking playoffs hockey <laughs> yeah. right now is fucking unbelievable. Mike Smith standing on his fucking head, strong shutout old. in game two, fucking great game from him last night. Yeah, but, like you gotta just like well, the, with the ups and downs of like the Oilers goaltending. I think Mike Smith Mike Smith is like playing like it's his last shot, and yeah. you can see it. Um like I don't know what else you want to touch more on the, these Oilers. Like I think that this is going to be a good series. I don't. I still think it's going to go to like six. Like, yeah. But fuck, I think it's a tremendous series. I mean, you you already said that they were going to sweep LA, and like that went out the fucking window immediately. Yeah. But no, didn't I say? Did no, I say you sweep? Said, you said sweep. Yeah. We can go back and listen to the. Yeah, it's last scary because I I'm like, did I really say that after the Winnipeg series? I was yeah. Like, you, you think you learned your lesson, but no, that's not that's not the case with you. No, when a game one happened, I'm not gonna lie. Every part of like my heart shriveled up for a second in fear yeah. and terror of like it can't happen again. Yeah. But it's like I watch every game in the regular season. I know what team I have now compared to previous teams, having watched yeah. every single game for years. I'm happy, man. I'm I'm excited at our chance, and it's just fun to watch playoff hockey that matters and like. It's so fucking intense. Like my feet are sweating. My hands are sweating. I'm like, like for three fucking hours while I'm watching these games. And I gotta tell you, man, like I went out last night rocking my Oilers, uh, just my Oilers hat. It wasn't wearing the Jersey. Yeah. Um, it was just rocking my Oilers hat. And like the people that come out of the woodwork going, yeah, you watching the game tonight. Uh, you think they're going to do it? I'm like, fucking yeah, man. Like I'm in Halifax and people are going like, fuck yeah, Oilers. Like, they're just like, McDavid, yeah. man, like, I'm fucking on board. And I love that. I love being in a town where you could be a fan of anybody. Because there's no uh, t- there's no team there, right? Yeah, there's no team there. And everyone likes the Mooseheads. They got a Quebec major junior team. But, nice. but everyone is on board with somebody else. And there's a lot of Toronto fans. Yeah, A I lot of Toronto fans. I bet. But, like... Just so seeing, like, just to seeing, like other Oilers fans come out. Like, I made like a head nod at the bar to a guy that's rocking on Oilers hat. It was like nice. Like, he was just at the other end, and I saw him. You know, he saw me, and we both saw our Oilers hats, and we're just like, "What's up?" <laughs> that's a cool little icebreaker for you being in a new city as well, right? Because you're yeah. like, "I'm Tom. Uh, this is who I'm fucking repping." So, what do yeah. you think? 
I went to uh, I went to a, like I bar hopped last night. Is what yeah. I'm getting at. So I didn't like everyone that I knew in Halifax was like four people are either not in Halifax right now or we're busy. Yeah. So I just said, fuck it. I'm just going to go out on my own. So I went to, there was one place called Dirty Nellies, watched the, the Leafs game. Um, you know, it's interesting watching them with a bunch of Leafs fans, but fuck, I, I want them a limit. I, I really, I have a bet with Paul where we're going to like, we're, uh, we're just a, a loser buys dinner. Nothing fancy, but losers nice. buy dinner. Um, but I, I, I still think that there's time for them to shit the bed. Like they're, they're doing what I think they're going to do is, they're going to go up 3-1 and then fuck this whole thing up. Hmm. So. Let's hope. No, and that's, I watched like a bit of that game too. I'm always cheering against Toronto. Like not because I hate Toronto, just because yeah. I think it's funny. And, you know. Well, it's I've, that. It's, you got to stick to your rivalries, right? Like as a Habs fan too, I yeah. can't, I can't in good conscience root for Toronto. Even if they end up like hypothetically speaking, they end up the only Canadian team in the playoffs and it's like no fuck that noise go anybody else um because it's just like the audacity of their fans like oh yeah. well, I guess like they'll be the first ones to tell you that the Montreal Canadiens are in the playoffs like yeah cool man we still fucking sweat like like took you sweat out two teams year. and took you out after you had the lead of 3-1 and then we yeah. ended up in the Stanley Cup final last season well yeah but where are you this year I'm like yeah well we're gonna have to rebuild a little bit because our goalie decided he wanted to take the year off and our yeah. captain might not be able to play hockey again so it's, I always um, like arguing with Montreal fans. They're always the hardest ones to argue with when it comes to successes. When you're like, fuck you, my team's better. You're like 20, how many? 23 cups? 24. 24 cups. And how do you argue that? Yeah, it's really fucking hard you to argue. You can argue that. the fact that like they won the first 15 when there was only like six. People teams can say there. that, but still hockey's hockey and there's still the toughness of every other team there. Like yeah. you're fighting against Boston and Chicago, like some powerhouses, you know, and let more yeah. talent because less team. I can't argue that well with them. The easiest one to argue with is Vancouver because you're like, come on, you guys don't even know what it feels like to fucking hold a cup. And you destroy your city anytime you get fucking close to it. So it's easy to like fuck with them. But like Toronto fans, like my, the reason I enjoy watching Toronto lose is because of their fans, because of the people I've grown up with and buddies I've had over the years that are like, fucking so toronto that i just can't help but to be like fuck toronto on account of that like you were saying a little bit with arguing with them yeah it just comes up you know you get pissed off you're like fuck you guys shut up no 100 like i love fucking with paul and like in this happens like even if they win this series and i lose the bet i'm just gonna i'm gonna go double or nothing all right yeah. man, fine they got past the first round good for them they're not gonna get past the second round fuck toronto like- <laughs> i think you guys should do something beard related like a funny beard shave or something because you guys both have like really nice full beards and it'd be like like maybe doing the emblem somehow of a like doing a maple leaf in your chin you, you know have what? to speaking of beards so you know how i talk about uh like uh, haircuts and getting my beard trim like that's like yeah. a pampering i found i found my barbershop oh nice it, is it called original six and the dude has all nothing but hockey paraphernalia. He's a Habs fan. He has two of like the old forum chairs signed by Guy Lafleur in his fucking barbershop. That's funny. Uh, it's one of those like cash only, like nice little cheap place. I'm honestly original six in Dartmouth, Nova Scotia, the place to get your fucking haircut now. And That's I was just cool. shooting the shit with the guy, and I was like, so like you know the Habs aren't in. Who you rooting for? He goes like, uh, you know I got to go McKinnon. I'm McKinnon. I want him to win a cup. Yeah. You know it's a Nova Scotia. He's a local boy. I get it. Yeah. 
any like we're just shooting the shit like you know sydney's got a few marshawn's got one i mean all i want is mckinnon to get one i'm just like you know what fuck yeah why not like i just talked to the guy you guy was the best that's sweet when you yeah, can i didn't mean to people. go on that little tangent but i wanted to i really wanted to talk to you about it it was like nice little fucking barbershop cool. i went to that just was the shit i i really enjoyed it i love it when you find a good niche place like that now especially yeah. like we talked about your adventures and everything that you're doing. And it's like, that's what the adventure is discovering those places. Right? Yeah. And like, and that, that was last night too. Last night was discovery. Like I went on a little bit of a bar hop just to see the town. Um, I went to this Irish pub called dirty Nelly's had uh, their, I know you're not a soup guy, but I had their seafood chowder and I knocked yeah. my fucking socks off. I do like chowder. That is yeah. one exception to the soup rule. Oh. I will try clam chowder. Yeah, Sean, if you come out here, I'm going to fucking take you to some places. We're going to get some fucking chowder and some good seafood. I'm into that. And you know why, too? Because I always say to people, like, I'm curious to try fish tacos. I'm not fucking trying them in Edmonton. That's a coastal yeah. city thing to do. It no, personally, not- like, I want the best. I want the freshest when I try it because I've never tried it. Mm-hmm. And, like, eating chowder in the east or, like, on any yeah. coastline, that's hell yeah, I'll try that. Yeah, I mean, but, like, you can get fish anywhere. That's the other thing is, like, when you get a fish taco, it's essentially just getting fish and chips. It's, like, that kind of cut. Like, it's, like, a essentially it's a glorified fish stick in a taco. And I fucking love fish tacos. Fish tacos are the tits, to quote, I love you, man. Um, (laughs) We're going on. Uh, Let's get back in the NHL playoffs. Sorry about this. Um, So, yeah, so we I think we talked enough about the Oilers and we'll probably talk more about them later. Always. Uh, So how do you feel about the uh, Toronto and uh, Tampa Bay matchup? It's an interesting matchup, like pretty heated games back and forth. It's crazy. Toronto's up to one. Yeah. Fucking who would have thought. But I still feel Tampa's going to take them down. I mean, I'm watching them and they're they're not playing like the two time Stanley Cup champion. No, like the like the back to back winners. Uh, I, I like I see the games are getting like pretty intense and pretty heated. Uh, Wayne Simmons took some fucking shitty penalties that changed the game up drastically in game two. But like I'm I'm not seeing the fucking powerhouse that is Tampa Bay right now. Yeah. Like they're putting pox in nets. But like the first five nothing win, I was kind of dumbfounded. The, the next game where. I saw Vasilevsky like really fucking standing on his head, really showed up. Like that was when I saw that, I was like, all right, that's the team. Like, yeah. But I was really hoping for like a little bit more intensity out of the Tampa Bay Lightning. Yeah. No, that makes sense. You I mean, think like, they'd be more prepared. Well, like you look at their roster, right? You think that like their stars are out to fucking play, but. Mm-hmm. But also, like, you can't knock what Toronto's doing. Like, their fucking team has stepped up completely. They're playing a really good hockey. I'm not just saying that. So, I like, you, you, I got to give Toronto some fucking credit here. They're playing, yeah. they're playing, to, hockey, prove, they're, they're playing to prove a point, right? Yeah. Like, like, cause if they don't make it past the first round, that whole team's going to get fucking gutted. For sure. Yeah. No, that's 100% true. Yeah. Um, what do you think about the uh, Minnesota St. Louis matchup? Um, it's kind of going back and forth too, hey? That see, that's the one. I that is the. It is unfortunate that they play at the same time as Oilers, because as a series, I want to be watching. Yeah, that is great fucking nitty gritty hockey. You see the fucking like it's getting that that one too is getting a little bit violent. Like I'm not sure if you saw the uh, 
cross-check to Pavel Bujnevich, where, like, the guy just cross-checked his fucking ankles. Oh, lovely. No, I didn't see that. No, no, there's all there's some fucking shifty shit that's uh that's out there, man. And that's there's funny. Some, some great but it's uh, some great hockey. Like that matchup is unbelievable too. Lots and of young stars on both teams, and mm-hmm. it's yeah. I mean I was excited to see the results. I, I honestly well. think that one's gonna go to game seven. I think I, I said yeah. I took St. Louis uh for game seven, but I do think like that that series is gonna go to the fucking wire because it's just a back and forth battle all the yeah. time. Good stuff. Yeah. Um, what about uh, Florida and the Capitals? That one's an interesting one. That's what is the series at now? Two one. It's tied. What one? One one. Okay. Yeah. 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 Like I said when we talked about this in the beginning, the Capitals can't be slept on, but Florida's had a fucking amazing season. Yeah. President Trophy winners, right? Yeah. Exactly. So there's going to be some good. Good battles there, I believe. Like, I don't know who's going to pull out the series. Yeah, I, I that's going to be a back and forth one. That isn't going to be an easy win for either one. Um, I do th- I do find that that I, it's yeah, that's the other thing I have a problem with, like the playoff schedule because there's so many there's simultaneous games, right? Yeah. And as much as I would like to watch Florida versus Washington, I am more inclined to watch the New York versus Pittsburgh series. I find that one. A much a much more heated rivalry or a, like there's like that is a good series to watch is it uh one one now as well yeah yeah i would then when pittsburgh pulled out the first win i was like tommy boy yeah you said it don't sleep on fucking pittsburgh you, you can't sleep on pittsburgh but again like new york is a very very strong team like before we go on any further, I want to bring up a very quick point, and then we'll get back into this. Mm-hmm. People this week were coming up to me worried that you were really tired. Or that like you haven't been getting enough rest because you were like constantly sleeping on a bunch of NHL teams. <laughs> I'm telling you not to sleep on them. <laughs> it was just funny because you kept saying like you can't sleep on them, you can't sleep on them. It was yeah. like your thing. It's your go-to hockey. Like yeah, I love that um, tag. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, it was pretty funny. Anyways, sorry. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Pittsburgh and New York. Yeah, Pittsburgh and New York. Uh, honestly, has been an amazing series. Yeah. Um. Really high school hockey that's going on over there, uh, you, you know. I, I, I. As much as I like Shattenkirk and Nats, the fact that Sid, like Sid, still has it. Like you were saying that he, like you didn't say he was washed up, but you said no. That he's, like, I just said he's there. getting older. He, he's yeah. aging. Yeah, but no, fuck that. He still <laughs> fucking has it, man. Even like Mario Lemieux at fucking forty was amazing at hockey. It's true. Forty Howe at fifty one was amazing at hockey. Yeah, I still watch Sid and I still watch uh, Gino, and I'm fucking glued. To it's an Lava. interesting era of hockey right now that we're in because Ovechkin is like getting up there, but man, he's a fucking killer still. Yeah, and even like here close to home, Smith is fucking forty, man. Yeah, and he's like standing on his head, fucking getting shutouts in the playoffs. Like, what the yeah. hell's happening? We got one shutout. Shout out. You got a shout out. Yeah. Be realistic here, Sean. Come on. I got excited. It's still exciting. It's so exciting. <laughs> yeah. Who's next up on the docket? Uh, Carolina. Up, Carolina Boston. Very yeah. interesting series. Um, I, do, I I'm not surprised that Carolina is leading it. I am surprised of the big win by Boston yesterday. Yeah. Um, although this Carolina team, I I love Carolina. Like I love what they've done. 
since like the last five years of just trying to get their city recognized as a hockey team, they're getting the fans involved a little bit more, the yeah. power surge at the end of the games. Like it's really hard not to like this team for sure. Just, just the way that they do things. And then Rob the bod, like, uh, you know, you, you have uh, behind the bench is just, he's, he was a top notch player yeah. and you see him being a top notch fucking coach. For sure. And no, it's pretty cool. It's a good for cities like that, you know, that yeah. grow. And it and it helps the game. Like that's what I like too is when like those southern teams like Nashville, uh, Carolina, um I don't know those those like even the California teams when they do well, it does well for the game of hockey. There's for so sure. much there's so much more it creates fan bases. You One see, of the biggest ones that we talked about like in previous podcasts and all over is Vegas. Obviously they're not in this playoffs, but mm-hmm. the way that we you know people always said a team will never work in vegas yeah and I now they're like i bet it's created a fuck ton lot of hockey fans especially in vegas but now people who come from all over the world to vegas will get comp tickets yeah and then go see hockey for the first time and be like holy fuck this is cool like that's exciting it's good yeah. for the sport it, it it's really great uh I was one of them. I like shitting on Vegas. I'm like, fuck, the problem with Vegas is no one's going to be a fan of Vegas. And yeah. boy, oh, fucking boy, was I wrong. And I like, I really want to go to a game in Vegas, to be honest with you. like, yeah. I, I actually want to, like, have a jersey collection. I know that I have my favorite teams. But yeah. if I go to a game, like, I might rock a fucking Vegas jersey and just have a fucking time. Like, I, That's fair. Like, just lean into it, experience it, like, like I, I was, like, one of their, their fans. Why the fuck not? Why the fuck not? Like, I get, like, like there's loyalty and all that stuff. Like, you wouldn't be caught dead in another team's jersey. Fuck no. Uh, but, I mean, to have the the event of a time, like, just something like that, I would love it. Just go down, meet some strangers, chug some beers, and then just go nuts every single time they score. Why I the can, fuck not? I can relate to that in the sense of, like, I don't have a football team other than the Bears. Respect, Thomas. Thank you. Um, Thank you. But like going to any stadium or baseball or basketball and just going fucking buck wild for the home team, that would be yeah. so much fun. Like I can't do it for hockey because I'm a loyalist. Yeah. I threw oil in that for the record. Um, it was right in the middle. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I just it would be it's fun to cheer. It's fun to like anytime you get a large group of humans together and you can all like root for the same thing. It brings the excitement level and the adrenaline levels. And it's just it's fucking fun you know oh i agree with you wholeheartedly man there's nothing better than live sports and there's nothing better than like being a part of like a home team win yeah and and, like like i get like you can like like call me a bandwagoner all you want but like i'm loyal to i'm loyal to have some oilers like i really am i'm like the hamilton uh, hamilton bulldogs in 2004 i belong to both teams but um but I'm not opposed to just having making my night the best. And exactly. if you throw on another team's jersey, the only team I will not throw on is a fucking Leafs jersey. I will sooner wear fucking pajamas, a onesie with a butt flap to a fucking Leafs game than wear an actual Leafs jersey. Tom. Sean. Didn't you have a Leafs jersey on like a few podcasts ago? No, it's a fucking blue rodeo shirt. It's pretty fucking close. If you Listen, wore that to a Leafs game, they wouldn't know the difference. And that's why I have it. That's the Fair jersey enough. I'm going to wear. 
Sorry, just thought that was funny. I'm no, no that is a fucking blue rodeo jersey, sir. <laughs> and I will, and I, I, I do not care for your outlandish statements. <laughs> Have a look at it sometime, Paul. You're gonna be on my side of this argument. That's for oh. sure. Uh, you know what? You can leave Paul out of this. All right, like it's baby blue. Okay, doesn't even resemble it. If anything, it resembles the uh, baby blue Pittsburgh Penguins jersey. Yeah, I'll let you have it. Whatever, whatever makes you feel better and sleep at night. You can fuck <laughs> right on off. <laughs> I'm just teasing. That's funny. Yeah. Um, I think the last series we haven't touched on is the Avalanche uh, versus Nashville. Yeah, Dallas uh, Calgary too. We didn't. Oh, Dallas Calgary. Say. No, what? Let's do Dallas Calgary first. Yeah. Dallas Calgary. Um, you know what? This one is not as exciting as I thought it would be. No, it's pretty quiet in ways. Low scoring. Yeah. Um, Did they exchange shutouts? Is that what happened? Calgary. Uh, no, I think them. it was a one nothing win for Calgary, and then it was a two one win for Dallas. Two nothing win. Two nothing. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, I thought that I honestly thought that Calgary was going to destroy Dallas. I don't find Dallas to be that strong of a team at all. But yeah, it all yeah. depended on what Calgary Flames we were going to get. Calgary at this end of the season was not the strongest hockey team like there were some like notable losses on their side yeah and i think that they got this cup like this playoffs kind of in their head and it's like it's more it's a more of a huge loss to them if they fuck it up than any other team i think yeah they I, have I a think, lot more to stand up to. like i think the two teams that have a lot to lose in this playoffs is calgary and toronto yeah um, you know, they have like strong goaltending, they have strong, strong uh offense, and they have great coaching. There's yeah. a lot riding for the Calgary Flames on this one. Yeah, it's a lot um, of pressure. Yeah. But Pretty I don't fair. know, like, we'll like no, what what, there's even pressure. Like the Canadian teams do not have it fucking easy. Like, even no. the Edmonton Oilers have some like like this is like th- this might be the last time you see the Edmonton Oilers with this kind of roster. Um, because they're gonna have to make some serious changes to keep certain people, and they're gonna have to make some serious changes uh, in the future to free up cap space, to free up to, to make more room for people yeah, to take over. Like numbers. Mike Smith's t- time is numbered, and if we learned anything from this season, Koskin is not the guy to take over. No, um, and nor is the other guys. We uh, what's his name? Stewart. Stewart Skinner. Actually, I feel yeah. like he's gonna be the guy. And I'm okay with that. He's a good he's a good goaltender. His last game for the Oilers, he got a shutout. So. Yeah, I, I I do think that there's some uh, development that still still needs to be done with him. Yeah, a little bit for sure. Yeah. No denying that. So that being said, I, I but no, like Calgary, it, it is. Cal- Calgary's got a way to go uh, in this series. Uh, if they don't win Game Three, I might go ahead and say that that might be a wrap on the Calgary Flames because that's gonna fucking hurt. Like they need they need. They need the quick goal and they need to hold on to it. That's a t- like that's what they need. When you split the home series, it's a little nerve-wracking always going into the other team's city because if Dallas uses the momentum of their city and can pull out two wins there, then all of a sudden you're three one and you're yeah. like, what the fuck? So that's exciting. Yeah. Um now looking at the Colorado Avalanche uh Nashville series, um it's a bit of a blowout. I'm not surprised. I think it, like the fact that Saros isn't in Nets really, really hurts Nashville. Yeah, of course. And I think it's a much different series if he is in Nets. Is it two nothing? 
It's two nothing. Yeah. Wow, that's a pretty big one for Colorado then. Well, yeah, but it like they were there. They were number one in the West, right? Yeah. Um, they're doing what they were expected to do. Yeah, to they're, right they're, they're a strong team, and they're and they're not fucking, you know, they're not struggling with it. Like they're playing like a number, like a top team. Yeah, and they're taking full advantage of the fact that Nashville does not have their number one goalie in that. Yeah. So no, they're a force to be reckoned with. There's no arguing that. Yeah. I can't wait to meet them in the third round. Yeah. I I love your arrogance, buddy, but just it's not arrogance. It's wishful, hopeful thinking, yeah, and I just, believe in my team. We're gonna win yeah, the cup, baby. Just, uh, just, Edmonton's just, coming. Edmonton's just fucking focus coming. on the fucking challenge at hand, man. Take it. Of one course. Time. I remember how fucking cocky you got last year, and then, yeah. then, then they got anything can happen because it's hockey. But I, you gotta, be, I gotta believe, man. I can see yeah. it. I'm gonna have a new fucking Stanley Cup sitting behind my beautiful head on that shelf. <laughs> and if yeah. not, well, shit, man. It's just so fuck, so fun to watch meaningful playoff hockey. Yeah, like I always say, and I said this last year too, and I fucking hated myself inside a little bit for saying it but we're guaranteed at least four games and now you know what i mean like we're guaranteed at least five games every time we make a win we're guaranteed at least six games and that's yeah. the perspective i look at, at it from just because it's fun man and it's so good for every city that is in the playoffs like after covid and like we've talked about this all the restaurants all the like hustle bustle of a city i know a lot of people that don't like hockey they don't watch hockey they don't give a fuck but they love what it does to the city Mm-hmm. because it's it's amazing and everyone oh, it, can have more fun i love what it does to edmonton it brings the city alive it yeah everyone is in a better mood when the oilers are winning it's it's like that way in like all the in all seven canadian cities that have a hockey team oh yeah it you you feel it when montreal's doing well everyone's on board when toronto's doing well everyone in toronto is on fucking board and like people want to talk about it people want to bring it up like if you just show like you're rocking uh like a little bit of gear, man. Like people want to talk to you. Like last night yeah. when I was walking into like the next bar, the bouncer stopped me and goes like, you think they're going to do it to game three tonight? I'm like, I'm fucking right. They're going to do it. Yeah. Like this fucking bouncer with just shaved head and silver teeth. It's just fucking like, yeah, they're going to do it. And then like, he would come up to me because the TVs were busting. He was like, he would give me like score updates. I was just like, fuck nice. yes, buddy. It's for nothing. Fucking right. Go Oilers go. And yeah. it was just like, I, I it, love it's it. countrywide and that's what's yeah. amazing and like you see that too last night when uh evander kane got his hat trick there was quite a few hats on the ice yeah like there's a lot of oilers fans everywhere and a lot of it has to do with gretzky and the boys back in the day they mm-hmm. like made oiler fans everywhere because they were the team that came out to whoop the u.s and like all this stuff right and it's just huge it's huge there's other fans in every city it's literally the house that wayne built like as much as like I don't want to give credit like to just one man, but he did so much for the game and the fact that if he never puts on an Oilers jersey, right? Because he almost went to Winnipeg. Yeah. If he never puts on an Oilers jersey, man, this game changes. He was. Sure. Uh, I'm not sure if he, like, the other day I was telling you about uh, a podcast, Bitten Chicklets, where they had uh, Grads on, on yeah. and like the stories he told, like when he left Edmonton, he almost went to Detroit. His dad told him, go to L.A., you'll build the game. Like, you'll grow the game in L.A. Yeah. And that's why he went. He almost went to Detroit. He almost followed in his hero's footsteps of Gordie that's Howe cool. and became a Red Wing. He was a Red Wing fan. Yeah, and like, that would be insane. Like, everything would have been amazing. It was like, Detroit's already a hockey town, man. It's true. Go to L.A., make this game a bigger deal. 
and he did that and then like from there he was uh you know a stat- he put, uh, the la kings on the fucking map uh, yeah, you, you got on SNL. He made hot like he did so much for the game of hockey just by yeah. going to LA and then being a public figure and then doing these like random like uh, the, the you remember that like uh like not like Olympic event but like it was just like a a series of athletes like he won like a forty meter dash and shit with all these other really I don't uh, I never yeah. saw that there, there, there's stuff like you can YouTube this shit like Wayne Gretzky yeah. beating out like other athletes from other sports in like a 40 yard dash and stuff okay that sounds familiar something like that it 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 was a really cool interview and i i really recommend you give it a listen and like just their hockey insights alone or just like some of them download the episode on my uh podcast listener so i'm ready to go i have it locked locked and loaded ready to go Mm. i had to get through a mike tyson podcast first and then there you go that's fine i I, but i think it's like it's really worth uh it's worth it's worth listening to and like this hockey season, uh, just all of what's going on is is perfect. Like, I don't think the Edmonton Oilers have such a fan base, and like like the strive for success doesn't happen if they don't have Wayne in the in their beginning oh, for years. Sure. It's funny, like um, I've been paying attention to and reading a little bit about the simulation theory recently. I don't know if you're familiar with it all. Yeah, yeah that we're living in a simulation and I'm starting to become more and more convinced because a lot of the things that like I have always dreamt of happening are happening, you know, like Picard, it fucking being amazing. I know you're pissed at me because we can't fully talk about it because I haven't seen the season finale yet. And I'm I don't know why it. you're doing this to me. I already was, but I just wanted to like, show. I'm leading in with simulation theory because the Edmonton others are achieving some, you know, great successes. Like everything's coming up Sean right now. Yeah, and like I quit smoking, you know what I mean? Like things are just going in a direction for me. I have other struggles in life always, you know what I mean? But there's a lot of good things, and I'm like, I dreamt of fucking Picard coming back 20 years ago. It was like fucking please one day, but and now it's happening. And these things are like coming to fruition. And I'm like, is this my simulation? I haven't seen my neighbors bring their groceries in, so I don't know, man. <laughs> I used to dream of having a podcast for like 10 years. Now look at us professional fucking podcasters. Like all this shit is like you will what you want to will into this world and you can make it like a reality. Sometimes things work out. Sometimes things don't, but there's just a lot of things coming up, Sean. And I'm like, I don't know what to make of this. Maybe it is a fucking simulation. It could easily be. I mean, I think you're reading a little bit too much into it there, buddy. Cause maybe, like, maybe. Cause if we're in a simulation, we're in somebody else's. Yeah. Like you gotta but know that. We and are, the fact but there's that, like, character coming up your Sean. Uh, maybe we're just in a simulation of a dude that likes Star Trek and is a fucking <laughs> Oilers fan. Maybe. But maybe. what I'm, what I'm, what I'm getting at is like, whatever I talk to people about the simulation theory is if we are in a simulation, why does the person that the simulation that we're in hate me so much? <laughs> but hey, you're on a wild ride too, and like we do think those things. But yeah, like- well, you see that? I you see this is a, this is why I d- disagree with the simulation theory. Yeah. I make these choices all the time to like fuck with my life. Yeah, and just to see what comes of it. Like you know, but that's the RPG though, right? Is like we are the characters living in the simulation. Our characters are real. It's like saying Zelda is not a real, like, 
he's real. Yeah, we make the decisions for him when we're playing a video game, but a full encompassing simulation would make it so that each character develops their own storyline, intertwined with other characters' storylines. And whoever's like watching the simulation would just be watching the simulation to see how the characters develop and level up. And like, I don't know. It's an interesting theory. And like, there's no, if we strive to the point in technology where we can make a simulation where the characters in the simulation don't know it's a simulation, which we're not that far off, then that quantifies the fact that it could have happened many, many other times. And we could be living in simulations of simulations of simulations where it's just like algorithms running and running and running. And I don't know. I don't know. You said simulation way too many times. The world, the word has lost all meaning to me. Did I say it too many times? <laughs> he said it quite a few times. That's fair. <laughs> I, I'm going to try and replace simulation with fuck. Because <laughs> I say that too many times, too. <laughs> um, no, I just... I also don't like the idea that I'm not in control of anything. You're in control. It's just there's a simulation. I disagree, you. man. If it's a simulation, then I'm not in control. Yeah. You're going to... like All that stuff. Like, I you're like not in fact, control of life either. Like a car like, I made be- random decisions. I was on... I found out that there was a bar called Your Father's, Your Father's Mustache. That is the name of the bar. Yeah. And I wanted to go to there. But I, on my way, I stopped by a place called The Stubborn Goat. Yeah. And that's where I kind of ended my night because I stopped. I was like, Stubborn Goat? I can go for another drink before I go to this place. I made friends with a, a bouncer, bartender, people that were sitting at the bar. And hey, let me I stop you right fun. there. That is super simulation shit you're talking about. Both uh, of those places are so Tom that it's not even fucking funny. You know what I mean? Like, you, you're just lending to my theory right now. I feel like I could have said anything and you would have found a way to make it about you. It's not about me. It's just about your simulation. <laughs> All right. I'm part of your simulation too, which is fucking wonderful. Yeah, and if I was going to control the simulation, you would have watched Picard and Moon Knight and Strange New World so we could fucking talk about it. But that's on the fun of the algorithm. podcast where we talk about pop culture, Sean. <laughs> that's funny. We talk about pop culture and other things. Yeah. Are you ready for a rant? Lay it on me. Completely out of left field, but I've been driving for a year now. I have some experience under my belt. I'm becoming better and better. One thing I'm fucking noticing in this city, the worst of the worst drivers are fucking taxi drivers. Like, what the fuck? I I don't understand this. Doing like 40 on the white mud, which is an 80 kilometer speed limit, like cutting people off, fucking almost causing accidents. Like I see it daily and I just don't understand. Like taxi drivers used to be like the super reliable people. You're like, Hey, what's the best way to get to here? And they're like, Oh, take that way, that way, this way. Now, like, it's just, it's fucking gone downhill. And I don't understand why Uber drivers are like the way to go a hundred fucking percent. I'll never, if I don't have to step in a taxi again, but it's just, it's crazy to me. Like what happened so quickly? How did it degrade so quickly from like these amazing drivers who knew the city to just fucking accident causing crazy mayhem drivers i don't fucking get it and it's bullshit i think it's because they're pissed that their job has kind of been tampered with because of like uber and like lyft and shit like that maybe like a lot of i I only take ubers now like i took an uber last night like i could have driven downtown and i was like you know what i don't know the city at all fuck that i'll leave my car here I'll tell you, like a $25 Uber there, $25 Uber back. Like I get that it's 50 bucks and then fucking adds up, but it's convenient. Fuck. No, plus I was like, uh, like I was going downtown with the intent on drinking. Why am I bringing my fucking car for? Yeah, for sure. 
so I just don't get it. I don't understand why they're such shitty fucking drivers. And it's like not one. I see like several no. incidents a week where you I'm need like, to drive in other cities, man. Yeah, that would be good. Good experience for sure. Because like the moment you drive in Toronto, you're gonna fucking lose your mind. The moment you drive in Quebec or Montreal, you'll lose your fucking mind. Drive in Vancouver or into Calgary, like in Calgary. As soon as you get past Balzac in fucking Calgary, it's a fucking nightmare. That's because there's like 14 exits and you got to pay attention to them all. And all of a sudden there's bumper to bumper traffic and you can't get across because the exit you need is like number four out of five fucking exits that are right there. <laughs> and then you're just like, oh, okay, I, had a, I, I just want to go to Banff. Why is this so fucking difficult? I've experienced like I remember as a kid driving in Toronto with my dad, the yeah. heat and the fucking uh, like gridlock where you're on the 401 and then you're just not moving for Where's hours. The Don Valley parking lot, like just to drive in that is fucking infuriating. That's funny. Yeah. It's, I believe it. I believe it. And that's the fun part about driving. It's funny to me too, because I've known older people who are like, they don't like to drive in the city. They only drive in small towns. And I can't imagine like, not driving in the city now looking at like just living in a small town with one street where you're like that's the only driving i do like what the fuck like yeah i'm on like, the freeway every single day so i mean you like, live in edmonton but like edmonton is city living for beginners but like pretty much i get that it's a capital city and all that yeah, stuff but it is it's not huge it's second to calgary like as far yeah. as like city living is it's second like it's second to calgary we're second to calgary in no way at all fuck calgary but uh they do have a bigger population i'll say yeah. that yeah, but you're second to Calgary in the way of like old business. You're second like, to Calgary. No, but like I'm talking about like infrastructure <laughs> and population life, yeah. and population and just like the way it is. Like, granted, like Edmonton's still like an oil town that's just a blue collar city. Yeah. You, you got your guys that do their fucking like shift work and they come in, they come out. That's why we've Calgary's had a hard the time nine to five white collar. It's where all the big businesses are in Alberta. It's where all the big shit happens. Like, like I'm not shitting on Edmonton. You know me. I fucking love Edmonton. I have so yeah, much. It's just love a smaller city, and it's like yeah. within that realm where you're like you're a big city, but you only have a million people. Yeah. So you're not like over cluttered. Like Toronto is a like fuck when you go there and you're downtown and it's busy. You're like, holy, like shoulder to shoulder. Yeah. I've never been shoulder to shoulder in Edmonton other than after a hockey game. Yeah, you know like what I, was, I mean? Uh, I was on the phone with Deanna the other day because uh, May Long Weekend is obviously coming up. Yeah. And I was like, you know what? Fuck it. Maybe I'll just go. Maybe I'll go to Toronto. Yeah. Just like for a weekend. Like it's a quick one over flight. I haven't seen Deanna in a red hot minute. And I haven't seen my buddy Josh in forever. Yeah, I haven't seen Paul like in a, in a little while. So what if I make a weekend out of it? Like, nice. Go on Thursday night, hang out with Josh, hang out with him all day Friday. Go out to dinner, have a few drinks Saturday morning. Get Deanna to pick me up. Go down there, go uh, have a barbecue and shit at her place, and then nice. fly back on Sunday. Like I don't like. I think that'd be a nice way to spend the weekend. Definitely would be. Yeah. So you know, like I know that I, I like I need to do like a lot more traveling, and I got to get out of the country, but. You know, like, you know, I haven't seen certain people in a little while and I, it'd just be nice to see. Never them. hurts to do those check-ins and stop-ins and memory making, right? Yeah, like, you know, these people mean a lot to me. Like, granted, like, I'm family with Paul and Deanna, so, like, I kind of, like, have to love them. But, yeah. like... That's funny. But, like, you know, like, Josh has been my best, like, one of my best friends since since he was born. Yeah. And I haven't, like, there was a time where I'd see him literally every weekend. Literally... Yeah. 
I like even like during the week, I can just text them and be like, yo, are you like busy? And they'd be like, nah, man, like, want to do a happy hour tonight? I'd be like, yeah, sure. Or hey, we're doing dinner at, on the on the rooftop tonight. You want to come? And I'd be like, fuck yeah, man. What do you want me to bring? And then like, cool. it was just always like it was always that. And like he lived a block away from me when I was living in Edmonton, like literally yeah, around nice. the corner. I was just walk over to his place and i would stumble home and it was the best and they bought this whole couch with like the intention of like thomas is gonna love this couch because he's gonna pass out on it and like, that's funny and then like i never slept on it because i lived a block away it was unreasonable for me to like what you want me to like i lived there like i didn't drive like i like i like i can see my apartment that sounds like an amazing level like uh in your simulation it must have oh. been stop it <laughs> so we owe a shout out do to we? now radio because they did us a shout out so yeah listen to now radio everyone <laughs> well that was a sweet thing that crystal did like i i uh i thanked her on facebook there for doing that um yeah you know she wrote in because they were talking about podcasts and like I, if that gives us a few more listeners that's yeah. fucking dope um for sure new listener we have like an email address it's the number two sides of the story pod at gmail.com if you ever want to like reach out have any questions or anything like that uh by all means like sean and i would love to talk to you um, definitely and like i like that she kind of dumbed us down to like they talk about hockey star trek and give each other challenges like yeah. <laughs> it was like i mean is that all we do we're more like, layered than that no yeah. <laughs> that's a good gist of it right yeah but i always was... tell people like when because i've talked to a bunch of other podcasters like through tiktok and stuff like that we've followed a few accounts that have followed us back yeah and um i was talking to this one guy specifically about it just you know exchanging what we what we are you know and i was yeah. like we do like discuss nerdity and uh, all different kinds of things like that hockey like we're both avid hockey fans we're both avid like sci-fi fans you know like that's it's a good gist of it but we're also like pretty layered people you know we have a lot going on in our lives and we share a lot of our like personal strifes and stuff like that too i always like leading into a podcast before we ever began and one of my goals of a podcast was to be able to like help people in ways we kind of deviate away from that because it's just natural and we go in the direction we go but you yeah. know like i remember you a buddy wrote in to you or like message you after I talked about like a great memory or tradition with my dad of watching movies and him being a single father and bringing home stuff. And he was like, man, that resonated with me. I don't know if you remember that. Yeah, yeah I do. I was, and uh, just like patient. moments like that where I'm like, that's fucking cool where someone can like hear something. And like when Doreen passed away, we did the episode and like Avery, um, Josh's daughter was messaged me and was like, I was like wrapped around in one of the blankets that Doreen had made for me when I listened to the podcast and felt like so connected to you at that moment. And yeah. it was just like, cool getting these messages from people from either directions, like certain things we touch on in our lives or things that have touched us. It resonates to other people and that's fucking cool, you know, and powerful. Cause it's like a real conversation too. Like you, yeah. you and I do not hold back in the sense of, like if we're on a subject, you will get our real fucking story oh, exactly. or our real thoughts about it. And like I kind of love that because that because that it also helps us get to know each other, which was the original goal of this podcast. Hundred percent. Now that we're over a year into it, I mean, I think I I think I could probably play the honeymooners game against Crystal and then probably do a little bit better than her. <laughs> That's uh, awesome. <laughs> no, and we know each other now, and that yeah. that was the goal of the podcast. Like, and and I think I could mop the floor with Kieran too, so he can suck a dick. <laughs> um, 
but uh the point i'm making is it's just like now that we've gotten through this whole like you don't know this shit about me but here's this thing and then but now like there's still there's still plenty that we don't know like we've we've gone through just kind of like the like there's stuff that's going to trigger memories and then we'll share shit uh, for sure uh, uh, like uh, from our past it's funny too because like we're learning at times how to push each other push each other's buttons which we wouldn't have necessarily have done in the beginning yeah. you know what i mean and now we're like certain times either but one n- of us is like but now no, but now we're like family in the sense like no yeah. one can push your buttons that way like family and exactly. i love it because there are times where i'm gonna be like all right i'm gonna get sean with this like right now he's gonna get so mad or and then there's times where you're like <laughs> all right thomas i like fuck face that's a toronto jersey eat a dick i'm like go <laughs> fuck yourself sean <laughs> No, and that's like beautiful too, right? Yeah, and it's it, it's fun in those things. I, it, like I'm not perfect. I come off as confident sometimes, but yeah. like I all or at all times because I'm like, Haha. but I everyone has their downside, you yeah. know, and that's what I wanted to resonate in ways too to the world is like anybody can be happy, anybody can fight through things because I have like yeah. the stomach troubles I've talked to you about mm-hmm. and now quitting smoking and like all these fucking life life hurdles that we can discuss on here is like, if I can fucking do it, anybody can do it. You yeah. know what I mean? I'm not special and I'm special in ways to special to people, but I'm just a guy. I'm just a fucking human who's trying to live my life. And I have things yeah. I love and people I love and it's powerful, that kind of shit, you know? Oh, I, I couldn't agree more. Like I'm super proud of you. You sent me the message yesterday of uh, your, your uh, app telling you 15 days without a cigarette. Yeah. And I'm like, I don't know how it knows. Well, you enter in your quit time, like, and I quit at a specific time. So I know when I quit and you put in how many cigarettes you smoked a day. I was a little bit conservative with that. That was like the fucking craziest thing that I sent you. I feel like is how many cigarettes I haven't smoked. Right. I'm looking at the app right now. It's I'm at 478.1 cigarettes. I haven't smoked since I quit. And that's 15 days. Yeah. That's like mind fuck. You don't think about it when you're smoking. And 1.7 days time not spent smoking out of 15. Yeah. Think about that. That means 1.7 days of my last 15 days, I would have had a cigarette in my hand and been smoking. I'm pulling it up on my phone now just so I can like see like the the pictures you sent. Yeah. Because like, I didn't really understand the, what I was looking at. But yeah, like the, the money saved right there is yeah, yeah. $309. Like I hope I hope that you're doing something with that money too. Like I hope like like I hope you kind of I have it been a little like bit. A... I bought myself a catch-all bowl that I've been wanting for a long time when we went to the Rocket Gem show that I was telling you about in last episode. Okay. I bought it's a fucking amalgamation. I think that's the right word. I don't know if I said it right. Apologies if I didn't, Tom. Um and it catches things like it's just a bowl, but it, it's fucking fossils. It's like a whole sea of they cut this out of a bed of fossils and polished it into like a little dish so it's got like rough edges but it's also like shit that used to be alive squirming around yeah and now i can like pop my keys in it pop you know i, I bought a silver coin last weekend at a fucking store and put it in there like took it out of the packaging and just plopped it on there because that's what i wanted to fucking do and like it was a spoil me moment because it was like not cheap but yeah. I was like, I quit smoking. I deserve this fucking present. And that's no, what and, I've been doing. And that's like, fucking sweet, man. Like I, like I treated myself to a few things uh, just cause like no one's really celebrated that I got promoted. So I, I, I'm doing that. Good. 
Um, so like the new Oilers jersey, like I thought it was necessary. Uh, I I think I sent you a text of like the custom hat I had made uh, to go with like that I'm gonna wear for work. It says Thomas the Trainer on the back. Sounds like Thomas the Train, and I thought that I never was saw that. No, I didn't send it to you. No, <clears throat> that's sweet. Uh, I'll say I'll send you pictures after. Like I had to like give a vague description of my company's logo because I can't use my company's logo. So I was just like, do this and then do this. And they're like, yeah, yeah, no problem. I'm like, all right, cool. Wait, uh, <laughs> that's funny. Like I, don't, like, I don't own the logo, so I have to do like the knockoff version of it. Yeah. And then, and then on the back, I had like, I got like a new era fitted hat. So it's like a pristine fucking hat. And on the back, it says Thomas the trainer. And I think that's hilarious because I'm like, because that's the new position. And yeah uh and it sounds like thomas the train yeah that's super cool yeah i thought i sent it to you i'll send it to you uh right now definitely it's, it's fucking hilarious no and that's like awesome it's a big step forward in your life and i'm proud of you buddy thank you very much congrats but no it's just fun like life is good right now i'm people like crystal keep saying she's so proud of me and it hasn't resonated in my head that i'm like proud of myself yeah because it is a big thing and it's a big hurdle like every day i hit a new day i'm like fuck yeah like no i really like that you have crystal for that because she seems really good at like that wonderful support system that you do actually need like you know like like because she was a smoker too and i know that she's been cutting back yeah she could have easily gone a different route of i do this and now what we don't have to we don't do this together anymore like that. oh yeah like, people like, can do that for sure like i like honestly there are like i've been in relationships where like i said i wasn't gonna drink for a month for a month yeah. i was gonna I, uh, and i was like don't don't drink with me like she's like what no i like whatever do what you're gonna do but like don't make me feel bad for wanting to do something for myself because it for what? sure like i can still come i can still enjoy your company i just what sober after congratulations you have a dd for a month like i don't understand what the fucking issue is that's funny yeah yeah i had that so like concern like even with the friend groups and shit, like I've changed drastically in this time period, you mm -hmm. know, and like people know me as a smoker, you know what I mean? So it's been weird. Like, but everybody's like in my circle, I, I keep my circle always very tight. And everyone in my circle is that kind of person who's like, I got you, you know what I mean? It doesn't change anything. It's I'm so proud of you. And like, yeah. the, you know, you hear those words of encouragement sometimes and yeah. we don't always encourage ourselves and our, like, at least me, I'm fucking hard on myself as fuck. Yeah. So it's nice to like hear that from other people's perspective of like, yeah. thanks. Like shit. And like, when you told me you're quitting smoking, all I did was be like, fuck. Yeah. You like do it. Like you're going to yeah, get exactly all that for me. And like, you're even going to get a prize in September. So <laughs> So keep up all that good work, man. Like, sure. I, I'm, like I'm truly proud of you. And my like resolution hasn't changed at all. Like I'm so fucking done smoking, dude. Like I, yeah. I, I'm done. And I'm like looking at the, the new chapter and looking at how I've gotten through this. I'm like, man, I could have done this so much sooner, but I'm not being hard on myself on that because I'm doing it now. Yeah. You're still you smoking know? weed though, right? Yeah. Now let me ask you this. Do you use clip in your fucking. Do you use what? Clip in your marijuana cigarette? What's clip? Uh, they put a little bit of tobacco in oh, there. Oh, fuck no. That's disgusting. That's an Eastern thing. Hell no. Okay. I would never. I, have I like whenever I say a thing and you disagree with it, you automatically. That's just an East Coast thing. Get out of here, you fucker. I only say that because I've like went to school with a bunch of people from uh, Toronto, especially Ontario. It seems to be mainly an Ontario thing where okay. people put tobacco in it. Like my dad years and years and years ago used to talk about that 
that he okay. put tobacco in it when he was young and stuff like that. So how is he? Not, how is he? He's doing all right. Yeah, he's enjoying yeah. the playoffs. Obviously, it's yeah. the, like prime Steve time right now. Are you? Uh, are you? Have you been going over for games and stuff like that? Or not yet? Every game's an eight o'clock game, and obviously they've all been during the week, so it's been tough. It's fucking brutal, man. Like it's I want to so watch. That's eleven o'clock here. That's crazy. Yeah. Like I, I watch like the first two periods and it's like 1 a.m. I'm just like, for fuck's sake. All right. I got to like, like I have a class like I, it's not even like I'm teaching. I'm just shadowing right now. So this is like the hard part of like I'm not even teaching the class. I'm shadowing the course of things I already know, but I'm just sitting there because that's all I can fucking do nice. because someone else is teaching and other people are learning. And I'm just sitting there going like, let's let me know when you want me to follow up on something. Just, that's funny. It like I literally uh yesterday I was dozing off in the class. Like it wasn't it wasn't the guy's fault. Like I was tired from watching late night hockey and like yeah. that's my fault. Like I, I I know that, but fuck, it's just it's stuff I already know, and it's not like like it's for me to learn how he teaches to make it then my own. But the problem is it's already stuff that I already know how to teach, but I'm not signed off. Like it's just like Yeah, you gotta so, get through it. That's tough. Yeah. Me and Josh and my dad, like, we've always, when we were younger, like, watching the games together, when we lived together, we used to play a game where each person picks which oiler they think is going to score the first goal. Mm -hmm. And so that's continued through the years. And we have, like, a text group where before every single game, uh, regular season and playoffs, we all pick who we think is going to score the first goal. Mm -hmm. And so it's, we, like, we stay in close oiler contact. Like, I think leading into the playoffs just before the playoffs started i called my dad to be like hey how's it going what are you up to and we ended up having like a hardcore 45 minute conversation about like everything to do oilers yeah and that's like super common we have our like how you doing talk how you doing talk go on to like current events and then spend a large chunk discussing the nhl yeah <laughs> so i know oh. it's fun like the things we share with people like that right yeah, and I'm happy, like, you know, like, you and your dad still have, like, all of that. Like, I, that's super important that you just, like, you're, like, I, like, I don't have my dad around anymore, so I don't have that. So, it's, like, it's nice that, it's nice to hear that you're, like, you know, you can get the breakdown, what you think is going to happen. Like, yeah, those moments, right? Like, it's funny, like, saying that, because this weekend is Mother's Day, right? And it didn't resonate to me at all. Crystal like brought it up the other night and was like, oh yeah, fuck, I got to do something for, not, oh yeah, fuck, sorry. I get to do something for all the people that I love that are important in my life. And I was like, fuck, Mother's Day, hey? Like, wow, yeah, it just didn't, it was those big, those moments where you're like, shit, I, I don't have anyone to do anything for for Mother's Day in the sense of a mother. Yeah. Obviously, there's other mothers in my life that I always reach out to and like give love to because I know they're good, great moms. <laughs> but as far as a parental figure yeah me, it's just weird life life is weird you know you make yeah, adjustments then, as like, you that's go. like um you can kind of lean on your dad a little bit more that day just because it's mother's day doesn't mean like there was a time in both well, like the pre-doreen era where your father was both mom both. and dad to you 100 percent. and so like i don't know maybe pop in for a coffee just say hi dad how are you like pretty I'm much like, personally that's like that's kind of like what i would do my mom's out of town right now and i'm not in the province either so like i'll have to shoot her a call and then i'll probably ship a gift when she's back but um a really close like person in my life said something to me that really resonated and was how i like i'm gonna be approaching mother's day is like use that as a day to celebrate them 
mm-hmm. you know what I mean? And that's what I like. I'll probably buy myself a present on Sunday of some kind. This is like, uh, as I, I like you. how you went from super meaningful and like heartbreaking to so selfish. <laughs> I want to celebrate it. I, like, I just, nothing's going to honor Doreen better than me buying this for me because I would miss what Doreen would have wanted. <laughs> It'll <laughs> feel good. wanted me to have this fucking exactly. wood. <laughs> <laughs> it's a great way of celebrating it, right? Like, how do I celebrate? I buy myself something nice, so... <laughs> I tell you to go spend time with your dad so he gets like company and he feels appreciated. Your answer is I would go buy myself something. Fucking <laughs> okay, nice. <laughs> Tim- <laughs> it's important sorry. to celebrate. I'm sorry. I find that so fucking no, I- funny. I don't mind at all. I think it's funny too. But I was like, I'm gonna like use it as an excuse to make it a good day. And make it a good day <laughs> means I get to buy myself something sweet. Oh fuck, that's <laughs> fucking beautiful. Uh, <laughs> uh, I thought you know would what? enjoy I, that. I, it's gonna be a hard first Mother's Day without Doreen. Let me go get something for me. <laughs> <laughs> right? I think it makes sense. <laughs> Not like, uh, maybe we'll get the whole family together, try to like sit back and celebrate the life that was Doreen. And well, that's nice too. Like, and we do those things, but like, but most Mother's importantly, Day Sean like gets a, a gift, a little love from Sean to Sean. Well, Mother's Day is like a moment between you and your, and when they're not there, you still got to like celebrate it in a way. So that that's how I resonated it. Probably by uh, myself. You know it's, nice. it's nice. I get it. It's just funny the presentation the way it was, set up. Of it was fucking hilarious, buddy. <laughs> I, I, I think I don't mean to laugh at the loss. It's just no, I didn't think of it that way. Uh, I like that you took it that way because it's it is fucking funny. It's fucking <laughs> hilarious. <laughs> Any excuse, what can I say? Oh fuck, that's fucking hilarious. A shout um, out to my uh brother Mark, by the way. He got a sweet, sweet job offer at one of the um, prestigious hotels in Vancouver to be a cook. Nice. He's been doing, be, sorry, a chef. He's been a chef for years. And he was he the one in Nanaimo, went. right? Or uh, Victoria, you said? Yeah. 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 And so he got, uh, he went to school recently and did his culinary arts program. And now he's like taking a next step and, I was super proud of him to share that news. Like he, we have a group chat, like a family group chat, the siblings and my dad is in. Yeah. And he used that for him to let everyone know, you know, cause he, his first go-to thing would have always been to call his mom and stuff like that. But he's like, I want to share like this news with all of you to be like, you know, he's nervous about it cause it's a big opportunity and it's mm-hmm. a lot of pressure, but at the same time, it's like, Holy fuck, what a, what a step forward in his career. And like, he's a hell of a cook, hell of a chef, like super proud of him. It's pretty cool. Yeah. It's you know what that's fucking amazing for him, man. I'm happy for him. I'm glad to hear. Um, if I'm ever in Vancouver, which is like a likely thing for me, is uh, l- let him know and uh, I'll I'll book a uh, stay at that hotel and just like you know take my fucking taste buds for a wild ride. Yeah, for sure. He would treat you like family. I'm sure Mark's yeah. solid. Yeah. So that's pretty fucking sweet. Um, I'm bummed that you didn't watch any of the amazing finales. Yeah. I want to talk about it, but now we're going to have to do it next week when we're a week behind. Fucking Sean. Well, you know what? Like I said, we're going to have to wait a long time for the next season of all these fucking shows so we get to, like, enjoy. That's why I don't watch Spider-Man because, you know, I can wait till Netflix because I get more time to discuss it or less time to have how, to wait for the next chapter. How, how dare you just 
just the belittling of Spider-Man. All right. How dare you? <laughs> I can't wait till it is streaming because I do really want to see it. But speaking of streaming, so I bought a subscription to Paramount Plus three months ago with the hope of watching like Wrath of Khan and all the old Star Trek movies. Yeah. And guess what's finally on there now? Fucking I started watching Wrath of Khan today. I got like oh, nice. uh, got to the halfway point and then I got a phone call and then we decided to do the show. So yeah. I'm, I'm midway through half a con. Um, I, I gotta say, as, as, as far as storytelling goes, I like the version of con from the second of the new star Treks. Yeah. Um, I like, I, I like that they pull the fucking bad guy from the show and like, his, like his whole vengeance and all this stuff. Like, I, I like again, like, I, it's been a long time since I've watched Wrath of Khan. I gotta tell you, it's fucking badass with the fucking, the, the, the creature that fucking gets yeah. inside the mind. And then the, the actor that actually plays uh, in Star Trek uh, Next Generation, the, uh, the of Tanagra. What's his, uh, Duraka yeah. Jalada Tanagra. Yeah. That actor yeah. is in Wrath of Khan. He's with uh, Chekhov there. That's funny. Uh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Um, it's just like it's it's really cool to see and like and then I forgot about Carol Marcus and then the Carol Marcus from like the what they did with uh, Alice Eve in the 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 uh, is it Star Trek Beyond? No, what was the the one what they had con? I can't Into Darkness where they yeah. have where they had Carol Marcus there, which is like like the mother of Kirk's son David and like there's all this fucking shit that like. Like they're geniuses for doing because they paid such. I thought it was just how like a great tribute to what Wrath of Khan was. Yeah, and and it it, it sucks that it got shit on so much because it wasn't Wrath of Khan. The difference is, but like you don't look at it for what it wasn't. You should look at it for what it is and what it was a beautiful fucking nod to a badass fucking movie. Yeah, and Wrath of Khan. I'm watching it now. Carlos Montalban looking sexy as fuck um you know power mullet uh it actually i'm gonna go on a little tangent here it reminded me of this kid i used to when i lived in manitoba i was a ta at an old french school and this kid had a mullet like in grade two like fucking <laughs> no no he's in grade six 12 years old had yeah. a fucking mullet badass fucking mullet but he had one and then i met his brother who was in grade one who also had a fucking mullet that's awesome. I was like, this is a family full of mullets. What's going on? And then I met the father. The father had the exact same fucking mullet. That's like, amazing. Like, like his family chose a haircut and went like, no, we're just going to stick this out the whole time. Every one of us. Like, like no, we're a family of mullets. We'll fucking That's deal funny. with it. I just wanted to share that, that that fucking family exists. And that makes me so happy to this day. But uh, I'm funny. watching Carlos Montalban. I'm watching the acting. Like the actual acting in Wrath of Khan is absolutely amazing i forgot about christy alley playing savik it's very uh, slowed down in times like where yeah. it's like deep storytelling like where they're just there's a certain intense music playing in the background and it's just like you it, the scenes suck you in i feel like no i i get it it's um but uh, they call savik mr savik why I think it's because, like, at, in 
Starfleet in like a military type setting, Mr. at times was used for any officer. Obviously, we live in a different world now than what at the time was. Mm-hmm. But it was like a sign of respect within military where you can say, sir, ma'am, mister. Yeah. You know what I mean? I think that and it was, was gender like, neutral. Some, yeah, it's something tied into like previous to the world we're in now where it's like more accepting of men and women in every role. I think it's like leftover shit from like military back in the day. Okay. Because they say Mr. Savick and like oh, uh, uh, Savick or I. Yeah, it's a respect thing from again, like. Because like I heard it and I, and I just thought like, did I mishear that? And then they did it again. And then yeah. I just feel like, why not just call her a lieutenant? Yeah. But you have those moments. It's like when. Uh, uh, what is it in Voyager first season where Harry Kim's like, yes, ma'am, ma'am, or yes, ma'am, or like, and she's like, actually, it's. Uh, I, I, sir, or something. And he's like, it's actually I, sir. Like, it's like formal military lingo. I think that that's what that was left over from. Yeah, no, for sure. Um, It just threw me off for a bit. And then, uh, so I'm really excited to, like, watch all the old Star Trek movies. and They're fun, and it's such a fucking good ride. Like, Wrath of Khan, you're in the first half. Second half to, like first like and then search for holy fuck like it's even then like it's so intense it is it's been years since i've done it and then then i like i think i think i was too young to enjoy wrath of khan for what it was yeah um and then i i need to get the order so i know that it's wrath of khan search for spock voyage home uh no voyage home's five isn't it so i don't know i'd have to look to be honest but yeah um but uh i i'm just so excited to like that because i i want like that was why i bought this right yeah no it's a fun ride to take and then you get into like generations and first contact and like if you go all the way if you do the whole ride of star trek movies it's pretty fun yeah i i personally i cannot wait to to just like go through this and then actually have real conversation with you like i refuse to watch motion picture that's fair mostly because it's a hard fucking it it is a hard fucking watch yeah you kind of gotta dumb yourself down a little bit like it's just glory shots of the fucking enterprise the whole time right yeah no they all have their redeeming qualities at moments and like that movie you have to realize the catch as to why it was at least still watchable is because it had been since the 60s since we'd seen these characters and so it was like just seeing the characters alone was enough for the fan base at the time in ways even though it wasn't the best movie that could have been made they obviously tried to like it got better as time went on but Mm -hmm. in that moment of time it was probably still a pretty big deal you know what i mean like fuck we get to see kirk again we get and that there's too many homages to the old because for us we're like it all exists we can go watch it all Mm -hmm. but for at the time it was like so fucking monumental just to see them again right yeah, uh, so I pulled up the order here. It's Wrath of Khan, Search for Spock, Voyage Home, Final Frontier, Undiscovered Country. Okay. Yeah, so. Yeah, the mur- it gets murky around the uh, last couple for me. Uh, uh, I really, I remember Undiscovered Country was a badass fucking flick. Yeah. I think that's the one where, like, Kirk and McCoy go to Klingon jail after uh, Christopher Lloyd as a Klingon gets fucking murdered. Like, it's pretty murky. Yeah, I got to yeah. go back and watch yeah. that again. Yeah. 
but those like i remember voyage home was one of my all-time favorite ones that's yeah. the whales um that's a good movie yeah and then i'm gonna watch like the others like all those star trek movies are on there now like yeah that's sweet uh, uh, so i can watch like generations which i've watched rather recently uh to be honest and then uh, and those are the things that kind of bother me about certain things like um it's just the, the the storytelling gets a little off sometimes with like this happened but then in the show you guys had scotty thinking that kirk fucking was there to save him but then you put in the movie that kirk dies here and like he was already not... locked in the transporter loop by the time Kirk died there. That's why. Yeah. Yeah. That's the thing is. But Scotty was there when Kirk died. Right. And in then, generations? Too... Yeah. Was he? Yeah, it was Scotty and Chekhov. Oh, fuck. Okay. Yeah. And so, like, it's just bad storytelling from there. It's just, fuck, can you please... Like watch your up. watch your own show. Like it's the whole thing that we were having trouble with the whole Guinan not remember yeah. meeting Picard in um the the fucking eighteen hundreds. Yeah. But also it had been like it's twenty twenty four and she last saw him in the eighteen hundreds. I get that, and he's also aged immensely. Yeah, and like uh, you said, she's a. Uh... Uh, of a race that sees people differently and stuff and now yeah. he's in a different body and so it's like yeah i liked that theory it landed yeah. to it a lot yeah so i can go with that and then uh i will say this i i can't wait for you to watch picard because it made all the things that i wasn't liking about it yeah. makes me like it now because all the <laughs> things that the, all the weird yeah, get to it. happening i don't even me... want to look at your face right now yeah it, you know, spoil just... it no, no, it just it made me happy, and then there's a lot of fan service. Nice. So, enjoy is what Today's I'm the day. Today's the day, Tom. I'm going to get to it. Today is a good day to die. Indeed. Yeah. I stole some teal at the end there, but it's all good. No. Indeed. Indeed. Um, yeah, and then I really can't wait to hear your thoughts on the Strange New Worlds. Uh, yeah, I can't wait to give my thoughts I, on Strange New Worlds. I loved it. That's all I'll say about that is their episode one i don't know how many episodes we're gonna get of it uh, i might as well look that up too while we're on the subject yeah um oh, but don't say eight give me 16 at least yeah. uh, don't say eight, thomas oh, not even 12 i want 16 episode. this fucking uh, intense waiting is killing yeah. me here our fans are probably sitting yeah. on the edges of their yeah. seats right now like please tom tell us 16 it's got to be 16 tom yeah uh okay well right now it's only telling me that there's one i don't know how uh just the the all i'm gonna say is that they they kind of take off from discovery and from there it's fucking dope i love the guy that plays spock i i think he's doing a great job the guy that's playing pike i have such a man crush on him right now yeah he's he's cool i love him as like he just has that royalty of starfleet to and him i don't know what we're gonna do now because like after like we've been going into discovery no no lower decks then discovery then picard then strange new worlds if they're not starting like if they if like strange new worlds doesn't end with like lower decks to get me like carried on over like i i need more shit i, I need more or i need it looks like 13 for the record oh 13 
Yeah. That's a strong start. I think that That's was not what, bad. that I think 13 episodes is what season one of TNG was. Voyager. Okay. I, I still stand by what I said about TNG. I don't think it was 20 episodes. Really? I thought it was. Yeah. TNG was a uh, was, uh, small, okay. small order. So 13 is good. That is a good number. Uh, I would like to see it bumped up to 20. That would be ideal. That's for them. And I think like I think it's gonna go episodic with like uh like a I hope it goes episodic with like a two, three parter, like I, I, but if they go the route of what t- Star Trek tends to do with this two parter where it ends on a fucking cliffhanger and you have to wait till season two starts, and you're just like fuck. Yeah, we we have that coming probably. Yeah, nice. Well, Tom, I think that might wrap up this week's episode, sir. I think it wraps it up very well. Um, uh, good luck uh, with the playoffs, uh, all that stuff. Go Oilers, Thanks, go. Buddy. I'm Fuck fucking yeah. loving. I'm loving it. Um, we'll keep uh, in contact, of course. Yeah, of course. Uh, please text me after you watch Picard and Strange Worlds and Moon Knight, and then that will carry on my wayward son. Will do, sir. All right, so that's uh, Two Sides of the Story this week. I'm Tom Sides. This has been One Side of the Story. And I'm Sean Sides, and this has been One Side of the Story. Have a great week, everyone. Live long and prosper. Sides of the Story. Two Sides of the Story. Two Sides of the Story. With Tom and Sean. Thanks for listening to Two Sides of the Story. If you enjoyed this podcast, please subscribe, rate, and review. Follow us on Instagram at Two Sides of the Story, on TikTok at Two Sides of the Story Pod, and if you want to send us an email, send it to Two Sides of the Story Pod. That's the number two sides of the story pod at gmail.com.